Welcome to Rain City Supercars. I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Back from rehab. Back from rehab. <laughs> you look good, Dan. Yeah, I took two solid weeks of recovery from work. <laughs> Someone stole all my nesting dolls. Oh, wow. <laughs> you know, Jason was here taking over for him, and um, Dan, Dan, Dan looks healed. <laughs> I mean, he's still very, very broken, but he's, yeah, he's I'm still very, very jet lagged, very, very, very jet lagged, a little very, bit sick. Yeah, it just means I had a really good time, though. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, welcome back. Thank we're you. Glad to have you. Um, you know, you were missed. So uh, no, <laughs> I spent two weeks all over Thailand, Phuket, Bangkok, Chiang Mai. I even drove up there. One night in Bangkok. Two nights in Bangkok. Make the yeah. No, <laughs> yeah, no, it would. I had yeah. Some interesting experiences there, and I got to say, not your favorite place, though. No. But I will say, people truly do drive terribly here. And that's coming from a country where they don't obey any of the laws. Well, they drive ter- terribly wow. here. Interesting. Here, okay. yeah. I am thoroughly impressed at how people get around in that country and how nicely they get around. And it's I'm not saying it's safe, yeah. but it, it's still amazing to me. It was an awesome experience driving there. I went on one of the craziest roads of my entire life. Probably the craziest because it had commercial traffic and it was barely wide enough for my true subcompact car. Three-cylinder turbo Nissan. It was fantastic. Woohoo! Floored the whole time. Still did about 55 tops. <laughs> Almost oh, shook apart. <laughs> going downhill. Downhill. Well, we're glad to have you back. As always, we are recording live from Drivers Club. Brought to you by Avance. Carter, Carter Subaru. Rainier Beer. And Haggerty. And Haggerty, yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, it's... It's been a long week for both of us. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's uh but we're back. We're I mean and we've been looking forward to this episode for a while, but uh before we get into that, we have our Carter Subaru tip of the day or we of do. the week, I should say. Yes. Yeah, tip of the week. Um so as I was driving around in uh I got back and I couldn't wait to come back and drive my own car. <laughs> and uh one of the things we take for granted here, well, we take a lot for granted here honestly, but uh is adjustable suspension. And it got me thinking, you know what's funny is my Corvette actually had better suspension than my 911 Turbo. Ooh, those are fighting words. I know it is. Oh, uh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm right? Telling you. Uh, and the difference between sport, touring, and track is pretty dramatic in that car. And if you've driven it, you move it to track, and it feels like you're driving on straight rods. This is the vet. And this is in the vet, not the turbo. Yeah. And I was like, man, I really miss that really efficient magnetic ride. And I was like, I don't really know how that works. Like, I understand it's magnets, but, you know, magnets, how do they work? Um, I always thought an electrical charge went through it and they and they aligned or something. Yeah, see, what it is is I had to look up the word like five times to say I was going to say it right. It's magno-magneto-rheological <laughs> fluid. That's, yeah, the, that's the name of the fluid that it is. And that's the way I was going to say it. A really simplistic way to think about it is, is if you take iron filings and you put them in vegetable oil, and it's not charged. You can start around just like vegetable oil. The consistency doesn't really change. But if you magnetize that fluid, all of a sudden it becomes really, really stiff. You almost need a spoon to move it around. And basically how the shock works, every mag- magnetic shock works, is that it varies the charge, uh, the amount of uh, magnetic charge, um, electrical charge in those shocks. And that fluid can harden and soften to various levels. And it can do that instantaneously uh, with every shock at a different times. So no matter what you're on, and when you, uh, like if you're in varying conditions, you can change it. It can be soft in one corner and real hard in the right rear, real soft in the front left, depending on where it needs traction. Pretty cool stuff. The difference in modes that I found out between is where it starts, how much charge it initially starts with. So if you're in like touring mode, it's going to start with a softer charge overall, and it can still tense up. If you start it in race mode, it's almost as hard as it'll get, and it'll get even harder as it goes around. So track conditions. That's why you often bend wheels in Corvettes, by the way, though, too. There's a big class action lawsuit about that. I thought that you, I thought you had adjustable suspension in the Porsche. 
I do, but it's not the same. Oh, okay. Uh, and a lot of cars have magnetic ride now. We can thank Bose for that, of all people. Bose speaker guys, they actually invented that. Um, okay. And they first implemented it into truck driver seats. That was where it first like hit the market. With Eastbound and down. Yeah. yeah, to make the ride a lot softer for long-haul truck drivers. And then they demoed it on a Porsche, of all cars, <laughs> and then a Lexus. Okay. And then GM was the one who ran with it. And they actually had it on their trucks first. So interesting stuff, but um, you'll see it more and more. It's on Ferraris now. Ferraris real big on magnetic ride. You're seeing it on tons of cars now. Um, the old way was the hydraulic way. And if you've ever had to service a suspension on an RS, uh, RS4, which a lot of our friends have, you'll know what an absolute nightmare it is because they move hydraulic fluid all the way around the car. It's really, really expensive to service that. Magnetic stuff is like carbon ceramic brakes was really expensive when it's new, but the price is dramatically falling as it gets more and more popular. Quart of canola oil and some shavings from a, a lathe. <laughs> well, and you're it's good obviously to go. a lot yeah. more complicated okay. than that in a shock, but that's basically how it works, and it's uh, it's really cool stuff, and you're going to see more and more of it as it's uh, it actually works really well. Excellent. So there's your Carter Subaru tip of the day. Now you know a little bit about magnetic suspension. Um, I highly recommend looking up the videos on Engineering Explained or even Donut Media. Those fun guys. They have actually a really good video on it as well if you want to see it in action. And, and this has nothing to do with us, but a video that I was uh, sent this week through Drivers Club is that if you go and search on YouTube on how F1 gets around the world, it's it's really cool because I was we, we were watching the F1 race when you were gone, and I was thinking, how do those do they ship the, the, the trucks around the world stuff like that? Small, it's it's off topic, but go find that, look that up. It's a really great little video to figure out how uh, how far ahead they are and things like that. It's really cool. Really so, cool. Yeah. yeah. So anyway. Well, you're back. So I'm going to let you introduce our guest because you technically have not interviewed her before. That's true. So, She's been on our yes. show before, but without me because I tend to go, go on vacation. vacation. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> tend mm-hmm. to use every hour of my vacation Which time. Which is good for you. Shay Holscher, welcome back to the show. It is so great to have you. Awesome to be here. Thank you. We love having you back. We've been waiting for you to come back. I know. I, I'm excited. I finally get to talk to you. I was like, <laughs> when do I get to come back? I'm so excited. I, there was so much more to share, and we the time was so short. Well, well that, that's why we have you back. I mean, it's, it's important. We just got done doing a really fun photo shoot that you can obviously see the photos that came along with this, uh, with uh, Sh- some of Shay's babies, um, and uh, another uh, baby that was loaned to us by uh, <laughs> Seattle uh, Lamborghini. And so you have to look at those photos because um, that's great. But Shay, you have, ha- since we last talked to you, you have had quite a summer of uh, playing with uh, the new track toy that you had just gotten when, when we start- spoke to you. I don't know... If you, you you did have it at the time. The, it's a GT Cup car, correct? Yes, it's okay. a GT3 Cup MR. That's right. Okay. And you have been playing with that all summer and, and, and working hard and, and playing hard. Um, what's it like being a race car owner? Oh, my gosh. Well, fortunately, people did kind of forewarn me that they said, you know, once you drive a full factory race car, it kind of ruins you for other cars, street cars. Well, and, and as our listeners will know, if they've listened to your first episode, and of course they have, this is not something where you just, what you and your husband lovely went down and found a race car and bought a race car. You guys watched this get put together. I mean, it's, it's, it was quite a process. Like it it's, you know. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, well, it's, it's awesome to be here now. Cause let's see, since I was here last. We had just taken possession of the car, and we had not rolled it out yet, Mm -hmm. I don't think. I remember I had just gotten my race suit from Stan 21, and I was all excited to wear my new race suit. The important things. The important things, so I looked really (laughs) awesome. You were in your race suit when you were here. I was. Yeah. And I, I, I remember I nearly kissed the FedEx driver when he d- when he opened the door. I'm like, oh, my God, my race suit. I'm so excited. I ripped open the package, and I showed him, and he looks at me and thinks, I know he's thinking, wow, I didn't know that you did that. Yeah. Because he's like, 
I said, yeah, we, this is a different part of our life. We have a race car, and this is my race suit. He's like, oh, that's pretty cool, Shay. So back to, <laughs> um, back to the conversation with the car. It has just been um, an incredible, incredible experience um, driving that car and learning how to drive that car at speed and the pure thrill and joy and the G's and the way that thing has massive grip and the way that it, that it rides and the way it sounds. It's just still that idea of, you know, go faster into the corner and you'll have more grip. What? Yeah. (laughs) It's incredible. It's so much fun. Just, it's pretty hard to describe the, the thrill. In fact, we have a we have a dream which is not going to happen for a while. But we we fantasize about having two matching GT3 Cup MRs so we could both play together. Well, you guys do have track. matching GT3s, we do. so that's the. And I it's mean, awesome, and we love yeah, those cars. Of course, I mean, the joy is playing together. We don't get to play together in our race car, but we certainly sounds like a little bit of competition too. Of uh, no, <laughs> I don't. I don't, you know, that's what's so great about what we have is, like, I think I shared this on my last podcast. We're not obsessed with our lap times. We're not obsessed about any of that. To be honest, we're not going to go probably full tilt and race the car. We'll race it a little bit. Gentlemen's racing at Thermal Club. But we just want to go play and drive that car. Sure. And we work hard and have intense work life. So when we go to the track, we don't want to, we just want to play. Play. Fair enough. It's so fun watching you guys. Every time you post anything, you can't hide the the happiness in both of your faces after a day at Thermal. I've just seen you guys drive that car. Like, I just see you with the helmet. You can see the smile, like, through the helmet. It's fantastic. Oh, my God. So, it's so funny because um, next next weekend, there is the first race of the – it's a historic race. They're holding it Thermal. But then, they, of course, they have a Thermal GT race, which is for, of course, people that are members like us. And then it starts the – um, part of the Trophy West series, which is um, our car races in it, our races in the class, and then also the GT2 um, Club Sport, which races in its own class because it's got different horsepower and things like that. But it's it's just it's a it's a great collaboration of all these really cool cars. So of course, GMG, when are you gonna race? When are you gonna race? When are you gonna race? And like, you know what? Hold, hold the fort here. We're, we're, we don't need to race. We just want to go out and play. But we are going to race because there is a weekend. We're still trying to dial the car in. There's some issues with this with the steering that Porsche Motorsports is still working on with us. So we're. it's a three-day. I'm going to drive in all of the thermal um, member run sessions, and then we'll share some of the practice sessions in the race series. But Kurt will race it. Are, so, and are you, are, is the car going to be, in uh, being in the series, are you going to be going other places in thermal with the car or just enjoying it there? Um, no, we'll take it other places. Like last year, which we'll do again, Dominic Dobson, who's been on the yeah. show, mm-hmm. he has what he calls a speed day, speed days. And he, he's at Laguna Seca in March. And we did that last year with him. Yeah. And it was basically only race cars. It was pretty, pretty awesome. So new race cars and old race cars. So we'll do that again with him this year, and um, we'll be amongst other race cars and just having the time of our life driving that car and just testing, right? We're not racing. We're just testing. It's right. so fun. Yes, that sounds awesome. And you know what? <laughs> I, I want to go testing. I, <laughs> I openly invite anybody that if you want to come down, and whenever we're there, I've, the door is open. You can come. You can be our guest. It's the most amazing place um, Amanda's going to come in a couple uh, weeks and she's going to go out in the race car with me and I can't wait for her to experience it. So 
they have helmets and they have race suits and it's awesome. I was just going to say, this is going to be another Amanda thing for sure. She's going to, yeah, it's going to change her life yet again. The rough life she lives, (laughs) tell you. Well, should we take our first break and then we'll get back to talk more about racing and cars? Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back. We spend an average of eight hours and 41 minutes a day facing screens, laptops, smartphones, tablets, even digital refrigerators. But what are we really connected to? Isn't it time you connected to something greater? Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty for people who love cars. And we're back. We were just uh, on the break watching a little video that uh, you guys will see posted on the page and then we'll have on the Facebook page as well. I want to talk about it a little more, not just the video, but how it started and the fact that your company name is on the car and Purvey, the name of your company, how did, it's a styling products, I guess? How do we it's a, how um, would you describe it? It's a hair care manufacturer. Okay. And our products are um, really a 21st century brand that speaks to that super uber uh, consumer that wants really clean, pure products. And our pet tagline, I'm really proud of this, our tagline is... Um, clean. We use the cleanest, purest ingredients, and we we make our products with the purest water in our country. And the third part of the tagline, which I'm so proud of, is good. Is I'm obsessed with d- doing good and giving back. So one percent of every dime that Purvey makes goes to an incredible organization called Project Beauty Share, and it happens to be a um, a organization that's a nonprofit charity that's actually quite close in Spokane, Washington, and they uh, give back. They basically they're like a think of the food bank, but instead of giving food, they give hygiene products to women in need and shelters. And it's so awesome because the founder of this company happens to be from my industry. She was a makeup artist by trade, and she had this amazing uh, makeup studio. And she started this whole thing by having her clients bring in all us women who have all this, you know, used makeup and cosmetics and bath and body products. And her clients would bring everything in. And then she would literally take all this, clean the product, sanitize it, and drop it off at all the... um, all the shelters for women in need who have been through abuse or drug or getting back on their feet. It's just, it's an amazing organization. And she runs that out of Spokane? Spokane, Washington. I grew up there. And, I didn't even know. And it's, <laughs> it's become large, very, I mean, fairly large where she's now become national. So it's just an incredible organization. Awesome. And I can't wait for the day once we launch the new um, product and we start to scale and our company's going to have large revenue, be able to, you know, send her pallets and pallets and pallets every quarter of shampoo conditioner because I didn't know this but women um, and people who are in need are using government support you can't buy hygiene because it's taxed yes so the most basic things if it's soap or shampoo or even feminine hygiene they can't they can't buy it it's an incredible organization so so how awesome that you know my company is giving back one percent and oh by the way putting my company's name on my car, and then of course the nonprofit, and the, probably the one of the most incredible things I've ever done in my life was being a part of the charity and raising thirty thousand dollars. That's and right. You and Amanda and Jason went over. It was yeah. Yeah. it was so fun. And I hope you guys all come and join me next year because it's going to be even bigger and better. And 
boy, to have this incredibly, you know, crazy hobby that's expensive and, and a little over the top and burning lots of carbon fuels and things like that. But to know that I'm doing something that's so good and giving back to such a great organization, that was the most memorable time ever. And just because I want to take the opportunity, say the name of the charity again. Project Beauty Share. Okay. People can look that up and find yep. that because yeah. I think that's important. I'll add a link to it on our page. Dan's going to donate all of his used makeup. All of it. From rehab. <laughs> <laughs> no. How did you start the company? Well, actually, um, I was, it was a very, um, the we, I was a part, I was a silent owner um, along with nine other people in my industry that common have the same shared values and wanted to buy our own manufacturer. And at the time I was a CEO and building another brand. So I was just a private investor and I'm like, I, I can't. I can't really actively be involved, but I know there's something here because it's people I like and respect. And with like any industry, things have blown up my industry. I wanted to be a part of something. I didn't know where it'd lead. And um, I decided that I no longer wanted to be a part of um, the company I was leading before. I was dealing with private equity people. And I just said, you know what? Life is short. Um, I want to work until I die. And if I'm going to do this, I want it to be my own thing. And I don't want to deal with these sorry idiots that don't know what they're all they care about is money and you know things at pencil I'm like no no I'm so um I left my CEO position with Saison which was the other company I was working in and I bought out three partners in this small group of ownership of this this LLC that owns this brand purvey and um now I have the majority ownership of the company and I'm the CEO and um What's really cool is we bought the assets to a very successful brand back in the 90s. And like any brand that doesn't have leadership and direction and things change, the sales went from 100 million to a couple million. And now we bought the brand. It was doing, I mean, we bought it for just a fire sale. And now I am, I'm doing what I love and never thought I'd be this crazy entrepreneur but i am i am relaunching rebooting rebranding redeveloping reformulating a new brand with a new story um a new tagline which i talked about you know the the pure clean and good yeah and the audience and who we're speaking to so you brought that in under the 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 other brand correct Mm -hmm. my new brand yes so completely rebranded it so um when i was here in March, um, I kept saying, I want to g- share the products f- with you when they're rebranded and they're rebooted. And I'm not a very patient person, but it's so exciting. By the 15th of December, we're shipping all the new products. Nice. Awesome. So I can't wait to rock and roll. Okay. So the launch is the d- 15th of December. So we ship to distribution. So that's the channel that ship- ships to um, salons. And I'm also on Amazon. And I'm, I'm, I'm the typical new age company that's omni-channel so i'm not specific to um selling through the old school way of you know distributor selling to salon so sure. you can get my product pretty readily excellent nice pretty exciting well i know i'm getting it for christmas Cole? i can't wait to give you guys some <laughs> purvey it's awesome what are you saying we look old no because <laughs> we feel it yes <laughs> no we don't i didn't get out of rehab <laughs> So, Shay, as a lover of Porsche, and I think we've talked about this before, where did your love of Porsche come from? Oh, my gosh. Well, I grew up with it. Okay. Um, my my family was an absolute car-crazy family, and um, Amanda always teases me about how, she, you know, you really know where you stand with Shay because she's very black and white. Um, I 
only had German cars in my family. And, and I'll never forget when we moved back to the Midwest and we were like these crazy wild people from the, um, you know, the, the, the Northwest that had all these crazy foreign cars, but I just, German cars, German cars, German cars, and we were oddballs. And we I understand grew up, that. Grew up with me. a um, Porsche and knew that I always wanted a Porsche, always aspired to have a Porsche. So I came from a, a, a crazy family that it was pretty much the, if I think about the Volkswagen family. So Audis, I, of course, my first, my first car I've learned on a 57 Bug, which we're going to have after I build thermal. I want, I want to, I want to get a restored, beautiful 57, either black or baby blue bug. Very okay. cool. I really want one of those cars. Jason well, will be happy to hear that. Yes, yes he will. <laughs> I know. Well, Kurt loves it too. And that's with his first car. Okay. So it's the whole, lots of Volkswagens. Then it was Audis. And of course, then you aspire to Porsche. It's a slippery slope. Yeah. No BMWs in there, Mercedes? But you know what? <laughs> no. Isn't that funny? No, no my, actually, not, actually, we had a lot of BMWs. That's okay. not true. Yeah. And I raced E30. So I have driven BMWs, but I've never personally owned one. And everyone says, oh, Shay, how about a McLaren? How about a Ferrari? I'm like, no way. I mean, even, even the 918 doesn't do anything for me. It just doesn't. I love my 911s. I'm a diehard 911 girl. I mean, if somebody threw a 918 at me, I'd figure out a better way to get in and out of it. But um, <laughs> I and Dan and I are very, we very much love McLaren. Th- th- that this th- this is coming from two people who can't afford them. But uh, <laughs> I, I love the brand. But Porsche is something I, I think is so real and so easy to drive on yeah. a daily basis, and that's what makes it. Even even the 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 RSs and things like that. I don't think anybody does it all as well as Porsche. Yeah. Not the whole package. There's cars that do special things very well. That I think McLaren's probably the closest uh, as far as. They're getting there. Yeah, yeah. I don't. You know what I don't like about McLaren? Again, my my opinion is I feel like sometimes there's too much showboating with the brand, and that bugs me. I, now I've I've always felt that when it comes to Lamborghini and things like that. But McLaren, I mean, I can see what you're saying. Yeah. Anything you know. where the doors go up, it just comes with it. it. Doesn't matter how subtle you're trying to be. You pull up to a gas station and you throw the doors up, you're going to have a conversation with somebody. Yeah. The week we had that that 570 man, I didn't. I never talked to more people in a car in my life. Ever. It was like <laughs> I could not go anywhere any time of the day without somebody coming up and asking me about the car. And it, it was it's fun. You kind of know that's going to come with it, but it's not the it's not the same. Like it, I actually, and I've said this before on the show. I love that my Turbo S actually really blends in around here, which is kind of sad. It, it, it does. It is, you're a dime, we're a dime a dozen right. in Bellevue. In Bellevue, it's just like I mean, that's they're a dime a dozen. Yeah, and, you're I, and right. I like that. <laughs> we are. We do it, blend in. I love them. In fact, I ran into a new Turbo S at, at Bellevue Square today. It was this like orange, blood orange red. Ooh, that sounds awesome. It was. Yeah, I've never color. seen it before, and it was and it was under it was dark, and it, it was just, you looked at it and you just knew it looked so menacing sitting next to all these SUVs. And you're, but and then the little lady came out and got in the car, and I'm like, "Yep, that's it. There's your Porsche owner. <laughs> like that's really cool." So, yeah, I mean, so. What's you know you you said your your ne- your next adventure with your lovely husband is your is you're building a new place down at Thermal so you can live where you where you race I mean um, you know have oh, you had a chance dreams. to drive the new uh, nine nine two like Dan and I did do you, what do you think no, about it No we're dying to drive it actually oh, yeah. I love that you're bringing that up because I listened to your podcast with Justin and we just drive by the the dealer By the way shout out to Justin and yeah. his new adventure exactly so we were driving by this weekend and. We're really focused on saving every penny to build that house at Thermal. Um, and I'm like, 
baby, we can't. No new cars. He's ready. To, he's ready to sell my Targa. He's ready to sell yes. your car, which is funny. Yeah. <laughs> he wants me to turn the Targa in for a new. I'm like, no. <laughs> I mean, I yes, but car. no. Yeah. I, but but that Targa. I love a, your Targa. But the Targa's super special. It's a Porsche exclusive. It's got all the, the crazy stitching, and I love the yellow. And even though I want black again. I'm like, no, I'm not ready to get rid of this car. Yes, it is old. It's 2016. Doesn't have a backup <laughs> camera. Doesn't have the big, doesn't have the, he, he had a Macan. He goes, oh, Shay, I really like the new. He's a tech guy, right? Yeah. He loves all the gadgets. Like, no, we baby. We all do. <laughs> I don't, don't know. I love my Targa. Oh, it's it's a beautiful car. The only thing mm. I might change, there's two things I would change. Oh. There's two things I would change. Kay. We bought that car. It was one of those cars that was there, and Kurt was like, "I want to buy this car for you. This is your car." And I wasn't even ready to turn in my S5, my Audi, my lowly Audi. I'm like, no, I'm not ready to turn in my Audi yet. But I was dreamt of having only Porsches and having a 911 as my daily driver. So happily, congratulations. Turned, <laughs> well, happily turned in the Audi. The, but the thing I don't like about my car. I'm an oddball. Is I do love my I do love my my black interior and the and it's if you look inside it's two tone. So the seats are gray, not my favorite color, and they're I call them the big bob seats. I like I like the tight buckety the carbon, 18 way. Yeah, and I would change the seats and I would I would change the gray to black because it's got all this yellow stitching, yellow stitching everywhere. It's so cool. And then I don't know. I wouldn't mind. We're already talking. Oh, maybe it'd be nice to have it. And manual transmission again. So I'm thinking the track is great for the PDK or the race car, which is the the paddles and the dog box. But I don't know. I wouldn't mind having a. Have you a, had the Targa on the, on the track yet, or ever? Yeah, but it's it's not. Yeah, it's well, not. I'm just curious. Yeah. I mean, because like I said, as as, as in your your stable there with the two GT3s, the GT2. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm curious. You know how that how it does because everybody thinks of that Targa as as something you only see on the streets, but there are people that have taken them out oh, on yeah. the track. Oh yeah, and, and they they're still a good car. Yeah, it's just it's still a great. I car. understand it's tough for you in the fact you go well. I could just take the GT3 out or the GT2 <laughs> or the right, Cup yeah. car. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, so we're so I mean, spoiled. Oh my god, okay. you so work spoiled. hard. No, no so problem with that. Spoiled. Yeah. It's all about the love of the automobile. It's not about. But I but I've listened to you and you like you don't you want a turbo Targa? It's not like your dream car. That's the my dream car doesn't exist. I heard that on one of your podcasts. I do, and they're supposedly making a 992 Turbo Targa. That's what I told Kurt. I said this is what Dan said. How many kidneys do you need to sell? Awesome. Two hundred and thirty-five thousand dollars. That's a lot of kidneys. That's a lot of kidneys. Yeah, Yeah, it's uh, that's supposedly the rumor there was a spy shot of one that was in testing so who knows when it'll go to production or if it will but if they do it's going to kill me because that's my perfect oh my god that'd be automobile right there because a targa for a daily driver yes. for the top oh my gosh yeah you don't buy a turbo s for a track car it's not a track car it's a it's like yeah. the world's best grand like, touring car. like i think like your car like i'd love to have your car in a manual transmission kurt had it all like he was looking at he goes he loves to go on porsche and do the the configurator, configurator. Yeah. and I'm like look shay we could get a 992 we can get black black on black because he knows i love black i love my black cars black on black like ah, black and black with yellow stitching. <laughs> yeah, I would like that too because yeah. the GTC RS. I wanted to be more showboaty, and he's like, "No, I wanted red stitching." He goes, "No." I mean, we had we had to meet in the middle, right? Dan, Shay, <laughs> and I were summer. having a conversation before you showed up today. A conversation you and I had about after driving the new Porsche 992. We can't imagine how, and that that car has as much power as the current generation GT2 and GT3. Correct? That's crazy. The 992 Turbo, 650 horsepower, yeah. 590 foot-pounds of torque. And I so think. I can't imagine what the GT versions and the GTRS right. versions of those cars are going to be. And that that transmission isn't is 
gorgeous. I I'm, don't know how they're going to get it down because they're yeah. you know GT rear wheel drive yeah. like and that's using every ounce of grip the all wheel drive has to offer, which is the beauty of it is it can use all that Especially power. in launch mode. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like we, I mean we just drove the Carrera S you and guys that was loved impressive. It, didn't you? We it, we did. I mean it's like I I have I'm very picky about my cars. We almost didn't come back. But it, it's like <laughs> it drives so well. That's the black one they have, right? It was a dark green. It oh, looks black beautiful. in the photos. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it wasn't like an overly optioned car. It didn't have carbon ceramic everything and all that. It yeah. was it was it was just a great car to drive though. It's like you know it's like it's so smooth. And I've loved the transmission, the PDK in the 991s and up, and they really refined it. But it was like, okay, they can make it even better, apparently, because it's just so easy to drive. And that's I felt amazing. like that car had so much more room in it, too, for some reason. Yeah, that's what we heard. It's, it's, there was a review <laughs> like, I like, as much as you like your smaller seats, like the seats you have in your Targa, I love <laughs> because I'm a bigger guy. And so yeah. it's, I think they're very comfortable. Uh, I think they well, narrowed e- the center stack. Well, they're stack. easier, too, for yeah. a, a daily driver. I mean, Kurt always says, Chad, I don't know. You might not like them for daily. I said, no, I like, I like, but even like we had the, we ordered the really tight ones for his car, the Macan, and I like them super snug. Yeah. yeah. That was like when we we drove the 675 LT, and we were surprised how comfortable the seats were. The carbon buckets. Oh, in the Senna seats? Yeah. Yeah, no, not the Senna seats, but the one in Kevin's car. Yes. You drop into them so tight, and you're like, man, this is going to be awful. Then you get them, you're like, oh, this is great. Yeah, like, no, You get a car with it. nice tight buckets, and they're actually great to drive in all the time because you're just comfortable. You're just held in place. Speaking of seats, so um, we, um, we have everything in that race car like a professional race car driver so we both had these inserts made they're like basically a soft they're basically like a cement over the top of like these sponge things that they designed that fits you just like this basically so so the seat fits you and and him it's incredible so you know you see the pro drivers you always see them putting their their inserts in kurt and i have our inserts so i've got i've got he's got his i got mine and it's so tight that when i first when I first used it, it's like my hips were sore. Like it's, it holds me in so tight. And it's all the way up like this. That's the point. It's <laughs> awesome. Yeah, hold so, your thighs so, in, your ribs so in, everything. You don't yeah. want to be taking so a corner w- and sliding so across. So I would like to have my daily driver like that, please. <laughs> I would like Fair. my Porsche seats to be so snug that there's no movement. I think it'd be awesome. Hey, I, knowing you and your relationship with Porsche, I'm sure they could figure that out for yeah. you. I, yeah. I, I know the next daily driver will have this hey can you give me the gt seats in my just, car just get your thing that comes in your race car and put it in the um, come on <laughs> i <laughs> could actually just switch it across i could that's only a, it's got to be just a couple of bolts <laughs> that's so funny <laughs> you can't swap porsche seats around i i, I it's kind of funny though is uh when i swap from car to car and i get into something like uh like kevin's mclaren or a gt car like my my i go back into my turbo and my seats feel sloppy we call those the big bop seats. Yeah, they because they're just they don't have anywhere the lateral support. And with when you're in a race car, you have all those you know you don't have any rubber bushings, so it's yeah. like you feel everything and you can hold so much more g-force in it. Justin talked about this a little bit on his show, and it's just like that transition from street car to track car. If you've never done it, is dramatic. It's not like oh this is a little bit better. It's like oh no 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 no, no. <laughs> this it's, is a, this would be terrible in the street and so much better on the track. Yeah. It's incredible, yeah. and the feel that you have, and the the GMG guys laugh at us because most people just come and oh, we're just going to go for a couple of uh, hot laps and come in. We d- we when we drive it on the weekend. We do over a hundred laps a day. What we're is it? What is it? Three three liters of fuel a lap in that car. <laughs> How big is the tank on it? You know, it's terrible. I don't know because the guys always fill it up for us. I mean, of course, I see the yeah, trailers, it was a race right? Car. Yeah. Yeah. But um, 
They usually put in 50. They, I think they always put in, I think, I want to say. Got to be at least 50 liters. Fi- right? 50 li- 50, 80? Yeah, I, don't know. I think it's this. 80. I think it's got a Porsche endurance take is between 22 I think it's and 25 gallons. Yeah, it's it's yeah. 80 because that car, our car is an endurance car. So if yeah. we wanted, which we might race it, like Kurt, be three of us. We do like a three-hour race. It'd be super fun. It'd be awesome. How long does a set of tires last? Actually, we're not bad. We um, we only go through normally a set a weekend. That's not not bad on a race car. Yeah. 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 I mean, they're all like pretty impressed that we're not... And we like the Michelin. Well, like so we you don't said, like you're out there enjoying the passion of driving. I mean, it's, you're not. It's so fun. It's, you know, <laughs> you bought a race car to not really race, but to go out and be able to race if you want to. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's yeah. awesome. Which is great. Yeah. Do you do any karting? No. Um, no, I have. I, I tried a couple times. And you know what? I didn't like it because it hurt my back. I was so sore oh, the next day. Yeah, it's rough on you. So, uh, unfortunately, no. But I, I, it was fun. But I d- really hated the way I felt the next day. It was so sore. So it scares me. But they have a they have an amazing go-karting track at Thermal, too. Yeah, that's what I was wondering about. Andrew Evans has talked about that yeah. a little bit with us. Yeah. That's what I was wondering. Because that's that's brutal. And if you want a tough endurance race, man, nothing is harder than karting in an endurance race. Oh I'm not God. karting with you anymore, Dan. I can't imagine. <laughs> you know why. You guys have done enduro races and karts? No, no. We went karting and he... Break checked me, and then I and, didn't do it intentionally at all. You guys are hilarious. We're, 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 the jury's still out on that. Where did you go? What <laughs> we were cart, we were carting, and I was about to pass him, which is a miracle in itself. And he, I, 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 I am not a professional race car driver, but the funny thing is, is I swerved to miss him and went off the track, and they got mad at me. Like, <laughs> and that's funny. I was coming in way too hot to a corner, so, so I so was I. So I overbraked, <laughs> and he he spun it going past me. Yeah, and, and you didn't spin though. You just were a straight line. You were able to break, and the yeah, I I could turn out of it late, and, oh and he had, he had to break and avoid and me. And I and I and I've got some little you know waving a black flag at me. I'm like, <laughs> Did you have to come and have a chat with them? They wanted to chat with me. I just kept driving. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't my fault. It really wasn't, too. Really was just trying not fault. to hit me. It was, so I was funny. really just avoiding him. <laughs> that was down at uh, PGP. Uh, and I was really yeah. excited, and I was I was pushing the cart faster than my weight, and the inertia of my body caught up with the cart and took the cart past You were quick. He was doing, no, I was, doing, I was doing – I was really excited because, again, I don't have a lot of racing heritage. I've, I've not raced a lot, I really, at all, and I, and I was catching Dan, which was big to me, and I, and I got <laughs> cocky, and I – <laughs> yeah, so he's actually oh, well. a very good driver on the street, though. Yeah, We've done I'm some pretty yeah, spirited I'm, I'm drives, yeah, and I've yeah. always been impressed. You put how me well in a four-door you know, luxury sedan like, a, like the, the Ghibli. <laughs> I can, I'll, yeah. I love it. So there's nothing. There's that's a, good skill set. Oh, it, it absolutely that's is. That's the best yeah. skill set. Yeah. It's way yeah. harder to drive a car like that fast. Yeah, yeah. So. I agree. I, I, and I'm, I'm <laughs> not insult. I, I said I, my own. You know, cockiness got to me. Well, better on the track than on the street. Absolutely, yes, absolutely. So. So, Shay, I mean, as, as a lover of Porsche, would you drive something else? Ooh. I, I know that sounds sacrilegious, the fact that you, you know, I, for, I, I forgot that you have the Macan. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, no. like, that's that's it. Okay. No, Porsche does it for Drinking me. Drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm huh? not so excited. <laughs> I, I can't say that I'm overly excited about the Taycan, though. I'm interested to see it. I mean, like, I, I, I've been watching all those videos about it, and I'm, I, I will be interested to, to try it because after – Driving the Teslas, you yeah. know, I, I'd be interested to drive, you know, I, or not the, not all of the Teslas, not the, the Model 3, but the, yeah. what's the one Kevin has, the 
the big yes yeah i'm interested to see how that is because i think there's going to be so much more refinement and so much more luxury coming from the porsche brand and they're they're pricing better than tesla too yeah i if anybody's going to do it right it's going to be porsche and it makes me worry for tesla uh i'm not a big tesla fan but i don't dislike them either i think they made they made a, a great market move at the right time but i've always wondered what happens when one of the big manufacturers steps up and does a tesla better than tesla and i really think that's what porsche's doing is they're I still think it's weird that they're labeling t- labeling them turbo. I know. I know. That, just, like, hates that is that. just no weird sense. to me. Like, yeah. I feel like it's depreciating the turbo brand, of, you know, with cars with turbos. Like, but you know what though? I guess I understand it because I'm a Porsche person. I know that the 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 qu- the aspirational model in the family is always the turbo, and it's the same thing with the t- Macan. I mean. That doesn't make any sense. Turbo Macan. I mean, it's as a non-Porsche Porsche owner, I'm going to bitch about things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't well, know. It's just weird to me. Like I remember watching that press release going, "Wait a minute, you know yeah, what? for now." I think if w- I, it's interesting because we've already had discussions about we we love having one, you know, grocery getter durable car that we can drive long distances, and they they're telling us that the next Macan that they're making or the the new model is going to be only. In electric version, so we're going to buy the last gasoline version because we love that car. We don't want that car in in uh, electric. I wonder form. if the if, if the world will let that happen because and and Bellevue's a probably good example. You have so many people that drive those Macans because they're getting their Porsche fix. They've got the SUV fix. It's the perfect you know people move. Yeah, they're really nice. I don't know if people uh, will stand that for that for it to be st- strictly electric. I can see them doing an uh, an electric version. You know, it's I mean. Well, Gosh sakes, they announced today Ford's doing an electric, like it's like a Mustang SUV, it's all electric. So That's weird. It, it's the weird. The world is, is off. Yeah, yeah, the world's changing. changing so maybe sure. a ten-year phase out. That I don't know, but the idea of to take the Macan, that's such a successful brand, as a, a gas-powered engine, or you know, and even the diesel, and to just go, nope, it's all electric now. Which I get, they're trying to save the world, but I think a lot of the, the purists are going to go, wait a minute, I'm, I'm, they're, they'll, they'll go find a new SUV that's not. Yeah. So. I mean, you're a perfect good example. You're going, we're going to buy the last gas one, but I don't know if you want. How much more is it going to weigh? I mean, the torque's nice, but it's like, what good is your ski vehicle if you can't make it back? <laughs> exactly. Well, that's my point, too. If you're in an electric vehicle and you get stuck in the snow and you're spinning your tires, eventually you're going to, I mean, just like you run out of gas, with a gas car, the heater runs and things like that. I feel like electricity goes a lot faster than gas. Yeah, I don't know. I don't it's know. just uh, until so. they f- until they figure out some kind of form of massive quick charging. And I mean, like, like gas fill up. Yeah. Five minutes later, you're full. Then well, you they can have change the market. In, well, in Japan, they stressful. have the, the battery. The battery, like they have the cars where they, they yeah. take the battery out, and puts a new battery in. But, hmm. but that, but to mass produce that and have have a, a yeah. you know the the general AAA battery for all the cars. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah. we get to speculate. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm excited to drive the Taycan. I think it's going to be a blast to drive just because I'm I've sure driven the is. Teslas and all that torque and acceleration is a ton of fun. And if I'm Porsche sure. can make a car that drives right, because that's where they lack, is through the corners, of course. Yeah. It's a lot of weight. It's down low, but nothing, you know, it doesn't handle like a sports car. Yeah. So if anybody can do it, Porsche can. So I'm excited to drive it, but I'm very skeptical on the driving experience. Uh, I get the commuting experience if you're a local. Like, I totally understand the electric yeah. thing. They're fun. But, man, I want to go rip through the corners. I want to go over the passes. Yeah. I want to take the back roads out in eastern Oregon. That's yeah. where I really love driving. And not have to worry about where you have to charge the car. Yeah, I was going to say, we, we've That'd been be through stressful. a few places where we had 10 miles left in an Aston Martin. Yeah. Trying to find a charger 10 miles is a whole different story. God, that'd be stressful, don't you think? <laughs> yeah, call the tow truck. Well, I think, I mean, they're get, Tesla's getting better and better about, yeah. about putting those superchargers. Uh, I've got a friend on Facebook that just took his Tesla pretty much around the country, like 4,000 miles, uh, yeah. and did the supercharger thing, which it works. Yeah. You know, and, and he was 
was making a joke about the fact he was watching Netflix in his car while it was charging. It's like if you have to, you know, sitting in a parking lot. But I would hate that, know. though. Yeah. Um, I would, too. But... I mean, doesn't I, work for I me right it. now. Yeah, huh? some people like that though. Like, like the, like a, like the guy that did the video said, I, I don't mind. I stop and take my skateboard and I'll go skateboarding while my car's charging. Life slows down a little bit. Yeah, maybe yeah, it's good I get for that. a lot of people. Yeah, I was no, just going to say it. that actually does sound kind of nice when you say it that way. Yeah, it does. <laughs> you don't have a choice, right? I tell you. <laughs> well, the more I can work from home, that'll work out. <laughs> work from the car. Yeah, exactly. Work from the car. Yeah. Well, let's take a quick break, and we come back. We have a fun announcement we got to make, and we'll let you hear about that when we come right back. Grandpa, what do you call this thing again? It's a 66 Ford Bronco. I think you got ripped off. Why is that, honey? It's got no Wi-Fi, no USB port, no Bluetooth. Exactly. I guess we'll just have to talk. Sometimes the best way to connect is to disconnect. Is that the window button? It's called a window crank. Cool. The faster I move it, the faster it goes down. This moment of escape was created by Haggerty. Being old is kind of cool, Grandpa. Works for me. For people who love cars. And we're back. We've uh, been uh, enjoying Shay's company as usual. Thank you for coming back. We really appreciate that. We, we sang happy birthday. We did. We did. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yes. 26 My years young. To be here. I mean, yes, it's thank just, you. you know, I, I tell know, you. I feel amazing. You look amazing. You look marvelous. I feel like I'm 26 years old. It's all actually. Racing. Exactly. Well, and we feel like we're about 56, so that's good. <laughs> Tell you well, so Shay, like I mean, we we talked about the fact that your love of Porsche and things like that, and, and your your disdain for some other brands. <laughs> but I mean, when you look at the automotive industry, we always kind of tried to talk about people and and look at the look at what's coming. Do you like the way where the world is going? I mean, we talked about the Macan going to electric. Do you kind of like the where that's going? Like as a as an automotive automotive enthusiast? Not really. Not really. No. I have mixed emotions. Like I know that. Um, part of me and my just my value systems, I should love it because it's good and it's sustainable and it's good for things I believe in. If it's you know, the inner, I can feel your inner turmoil like right now. It's like it's yeah. conflicting. Yeah, it, it is. is. It's conflicting. It I'm is. just I'm being honest. It's conflicting, no. and I don't. I like. I don't like. We want to have, have fun, values, but there are right? consequences, right? Yes. It's not, yes. it's, not, it's not meant to be political yes. or, or environmental, yeah. but yeah. it's just yeah. there's a lot of people that are looking at the world going, you know, obviously we're going in an in electrical way. I mean, yes. there's a lot of cars that are, that are out there that are, that are making electric and hybrid and things like mm-hmm. that. I mean, the 918, yeah. thing, it can be done. <laughs> um, you know, we all know how much damage the Prius is doing to this world, not just from its batteries, yeah. but from its drivers. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Lefling Prius. I can't um, imagine yeah. watching Formula E. That just does not excite Actually, me. Actually... It's kind of fun to watch. I mean, I, sh- I suggest you watch it because it's it's interesting in the fact that like it's all the it's all the pizzazz, but none of the sound. <laughs> it's like, and you know what? Sound is everything. For I me. know. Did I tell you the story about the Super Cup exhaust on my race car? No. Well, I think I have an so, idea. Before we get to that, watch Formula E while in okay. one of your Porsches, and when they're going down the straights, just nail the throttle in your Porsche. Have you seen my videos where I'm <laughs> hooping and hollering when the downshifts and yes. the sound yes. of the car? Yeah. And every time our car's there, James Stefranos takes a video of our car. This is your wake-up alarm. That's Here a. Comes, re- I mean, you could charge people for that. I'm just I'd saying. like to put it on my phone. It'd be a good ringtone. Ring. Wouldn't it be yep, good? Absolutely. Yep. It's race car time. Yeah, That's it, the fun stuff. I have heard your car in the videos, and it is amazing. And it's always the loudest car at the track. <laughs> and everybody always comes up to us and says, your car sounds so good. And, you know, they always have comments about being intimidated by the sound, right? Because it's, it's pretty, 
Yeah, Madison. it's a mean car. It's like it's a and race car or something. <laughs> I love the lights. I mean, Don't you love I the lights? Like, I, what are the the, the the ones in the middle? The four in the middle. Okay, so so um, again, people are going to watch the video. All the all the bells and whistles of the car. So it's a it's a VLN car, which is an endurance car in Europe. Which okay. Monte Racing is the, the the big, which by the way, if you didn't know this, Monte's owned. 51% of their company is owned by Porsche, AG. So they're, they're, they're together. They're a family. Um, but they, they, have, they are the winners in the series in Europe. They, have, they win everything. They're just, and our car is basically a Monte car. So it's the okay. GT3 Cup car, and they put all the, the massive downforce package on it to make it an endurance car. But the lights and the Super Cup exhaust was one of the – Check boxes, just like when you buy a Porsche, there's 95 check boxes. Not as many check boxes on a race car, but there's still check sure. boxes. <laughs> and one of the checks box check box was the the light um, inside the um, cabin, so we could race it at night, which we probably will never. But I wanted it, so it lights <laughs> up. And then they, the Porsche guys call it the light show because um, the the those all those cool lights in the front, and yeah. then our actual headlights change colors. So when we cross the finish line where there's the, the beacon so they can get our lap times, yeah. the car flashes. If we have it set on pink or we have it on red or we have it on <laughs> yellow, it's, it's, it's really cool. Okay, so I, I, something that's come up from that. You talked about lights in the car at night. Inside. Okay. What what does that lighting package look like? Do you have because like in my mind I, I'm imagining driving around in my Subaru with the lights on and it's obnoxious. So like <laughs> is it just is it is it there more panel lights or it's, it's is it an overhead light? It's, it's panel, panel lights. It's panel, panel lights. lights. Oh okay, I see. I'm thinking you got the little button yeah, that, yeah. like clicking on the top. Yeah, like, no, <laughs> did you no. leave the dome light on again? No. <laughs> Damn it, Shay, the car won't start. Yeah. Oh, and then and then the sound. We we it was great. We we uh we checked the boxes. We ordered the 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 car, and then I was at Porsche Motorsports down in Carson, and I was there while they were putting the car together, and I kind of pulled the the young, the one of the techs that was building our car, said, okay, I have a really, I want to, I want your honest answer. I love loud cars. I have aftermarket GMG on all of my, my street cars. Um, my husband was adamant, no, we can't get the Super Cup exhaust. That's just for... That's just in, that's all for crowd pleasing. There's a whole thing behind the Super Cup, and we have to get professional ear protection. I'm like, all right, so we don't get the Super Cup. So I asked the guy, his name is Chris. I said, what do you really think? And he goes, honestly, the the Cup car's exhaust is not that loud. And if you like a loud car, I said, well, I can't have my race car quieter than my street car. <laughs> so I called Kurt. I said, executive decision. Sorry, we're getting the You've Super Cup. You've been outvoted, Kurt. <laughs> I'm yeah, exactly. ordering the Super Cup. And every time somebody comes over and says to me and Kurt, I look at him and... <laughs> Told you so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. he, he loves it, too. Oh, I'm sure. He loves it. Uh, your streetcar sounds so good. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I yeah, I can't imagine. It's, it's just... Pretty awesome. We yeah. have to come to the Thermal Club. I would love to. There. Yeah, I say I think we to. might. I just want to go for a ride. I'd love yeah. for you to take me for a drive. I would love to take you guys for a ride. Oh, yeah, she chance. didn't get the extra seat Dan package. Sorry. <laughs> no, actually, we did order. <laughs> <laughs> we did order, which is a, was a big deal, and they laughed at us at Porsche. We ordered the second seat. Sure. So we have a second seat in our car. It's yeah. pretty awesome. It's oh. not in the car, Dan, but you can sit in it outside the car. <laughs> sit on the wing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that's a tabletop. Everybody knows that. You sit backwards and you can eat. <laughs> that's right. Well, happiness is best shared. Absolutely. So. Sharing is caring, right? Exactly. That's what the Care Bears used to say. I don't know. 
don't look at me. Both of <laughs> seemed both like of you were very you, sure of that. Of you gave me that look <laughs> like, like you didn't watch Saturday morning cartoons. I love that. Right? <laughs> I miss those days. Good, you know, bowl of sugary cereal. I think I just miss sugary cereal. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> Damn you, keto. <laughs> anyway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry. Shay, thanks for coming on again. It was great to have you here while I can actually talk to you. awesome to be here. I can't he wait. was hurt that he I, wasn't here the first I time. I was. I feel like we could sit like hours. Oh, totally. And talk cool. about cars and philosophy. And Are we ever going to see your car up here? Is it ever going to make a, an appearance up here? Speaking of that. You, by the way, you made promises in the last episode. I did. So, uh, I did. I'm holding you to that. Yeah. I, I would really <laughs> like that. It's, it's just... We we can't. We she kinda, likes the warmer weather. We kind of went in. No, we went in with our eyes closed and we're kind of kind of goobs. We weren't very smart because we said, "Oh, we got this. We we know how to run a car at the racetrack. We don't need a team. We don't need this. That car's not. It just it, it it's so much to manage, and you you can't just start a race car and drive it around because the clutch is super sensitive. It, there's no radiator, so it overheats in a second. It's just it's not like our street cars. I know. I'm just. I just want to see it. I want to. <laughs> I want to drive it. I really want to. I really want to run it at Pacific. Oh, that would be fun. I really yeah. want to. Yeah. So I want to do a private day there and and run it. So sure. I promise, if, if the it comes car to ever P- comes Pacific, Racing Supercars will well, be there. No, me. if it comes, yes. it comes here. It'll be parked yeah. in here mm-hmm. somewhere. Yeah, in one of our spots. Dan and I will be sleeping in it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the doors don't lock either. Nope. <laughs> 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 but right. there's a dome light, so we're good. <laughs> so, yeah. You won't have nightmares. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And the lights can flash pink, so we're good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> thank you again, Shay. Awesome. For Thanks for having me. It's wonderful. Should we do our special announcement? Yeah, it's about time. So, uh, Dan and I have been talking. Oh, different announcement. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's money for it. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so our special announcement this week. Uh, last episode, two the last week, of two, two episodes ago. ago Two weeks ago now, we said that we had a little contest that uh, if you left the best comment on our social media, you would win uh, a free photo shoot up at Epic Exposure, uh, courtesy of our friends Bruce. And uh, do we have a photographer? Is it Carl? Yeah. I mean, well, I, Carl got it a little weird in the fact that he promised to expose himself to somebody, but it's, it's <laughs> at Epic Exposures. So that's the that's the difference. Well, he'll so, be yeah. disappointed, but yeah. maybe <laughs> our guest won't. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so <laughs> so um, I'm going to start with a, uh, instead of announcing the winner right away, I like to build some anticipation yeah. here. Uh, honorable Aww. mention, 52 months on Instagram. <laughs> he goes, a bit of advice to get you through rehab, Dan. It's not how, not how you got there, but how you enjoyed the ride. <laughs> Hashtag nesting dolls. Oh my god, I love that. <laughs> that might be in some context to what I the way I signed off the program. I don't remember how I said it. Don't just yeah, get, yeah okay yeah continue. I just thought you guys were drunk again, but um, that part was I wasn't. I okay, know. yeah. <laughs> uh, but our clear winner uh, <laughs> with epic photo to match. By yep. the way, which is going to go on the page. I'm going to make this its own post. Is Todd Sanders who really went above and beyond to win this contest? He goes, my god. What a glorious day to sit back and listen to episode 103 of Rain City Supercars for a second time while enjoying a nice pouch of Franzia, Rehab Dan style. You have to make the cardboard handles before inserting the straw. I love the grape flavor. Oh my god. I can't begin to tell you how close to nature you feel listening to the show in the great outdoors with angelic voices of Nick and Jason fluttering in the background. Their inquisitive minds help to discover the artistry behind Bruce's past and learn more about his studio, Epic Exposure. And there's Todd drinking a box of Franzia with a straw. I don't know if you guys can see that. We're going to try and do a video here. 
But oh it is pretty God, epic. That's hilarious. So, Todd, you are the clear winner of this contest. And thank you for your contribution. Because I read that. I think I was in, uh, coming home from Thailand, and I was laughing my ass off. So oh my Yeah, we, could, we couldn't afford to send Dan to a nice rehab, so we sent him to Thailand. Yeah. It was exactly. an elephant rehab, though. <laughs> I did get to play with a baby elephant. It was pretty amazing. But anyway. <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Right? Yeah. So our, fa- our fans don't disappoint. No. Thank yeah. you, Todd. That was pretty great. So, Todd, we will be reaching out to you. Somebody will to figure out uh, getting that photo shoot set up and uh, getting photographers out there. And yeah. yeah. If you're lucky, Dan Dan will make an appearance if he's not. Yeah, know, I think he's a DC member as well. So. Yeah. 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 So we'll see him here probably. Um, yeah. Let's see. Avance has got some really cool stuff coming up this week. This is a busy week. Um, if you clued in to their last, our last episode. It's probably sold out now. This will come out after this, but they did have a free showing of Ford versus Ferrari this week. And if you guys aren't Avance members, you missed out on that because that's their... Don't thing. spoil it. I want to know. How, I don't want to know how it fits. You don't know how it ends. Movie, movie it was 40 years exactly. ago. Yeah. <laughs> 50 years ago. Something. Okay. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that's that'll be... That's awesome. Yeah, very cool of Avance. Like, if you're not an Avance member, you're missing out on a lot of cool stuff for no matter what you're into, off-road, whatever. And how do you sign up to be an Avance Avance.com. Wow. The, the the like the 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 very small yearly membership pays for itself the minute you need one of the discounts as far as tires or anything like I mean parts, parts it's incredible yeah. so yeah, they have I don't know and how the many community partners. is amazing I mean as far as you yeah know, you can actually get question ask questions online and not get really stupid answers people actually want to help you it's a really healthy community which I didn't think was possible until Adam took it on. But um, this Saturday, so right after this show airs, uh, it's open to all Avance members, Standard and Charter. They're doing a two tech sessions on the same day and a drive. So 9 a.m. tech session at Rapjack's Tacoma, and they're going to talk about paint protection film, uh, specifically Expel. You can enter to win a Expel silver package, which is like half hood, fenders, front bumper, so if you don't have any paint protection, it's a great deal there. Um, and then Fred Russell, which we all know um, in the car community here, uh, we'll be doing a drive up to Woodenville to Rapjack's Woodenville, where they're going to talk about full vehicle wraps and design. So all the full spectrum of wrapping your vehicle, thanks to our friends at Avance. Sign up at Avance.com. Uh, no discount code. It's just it's 100 bucks a year for your standard membership. comes with an awesome Griot's car cleaning kit, which is pretty much worth the 100 bucks right off the bat. Yeah. And the first time you use your discount, you probably get your money back. So it's uh, – yeah, I've <laughs> – Speaking of, of, of clear bras and stuff like that, I was watching, a, a, and Dan and I are going to touch on this on an, another episode, some of the stuff from SEMA this year. I was watching somebody take a hand scanner and scan a car at SEMA for a clear bra. Like, yeah. it was incredible. I've never seen that before. Like, this guy basically had a glove on, and he was running his hand over a Porsche and scanning it, and then and it was going to the computer so that they could make, and then they made a template of that for a, No a clear way, bra. really? Yeah, that's where Crazy. technology is going with that. Yeah, it's insane. Wow, so that yeah. so I bet the price comes down quite a bit too. Well, but I mean, the, the, and they can also do it now. The fact that they can open your door, they can scan your VIN code, and there's an app now. I don't know, remember the name of it that comes up with, with your VIN code, and it instantly knows the car and the cut and all that, and can print out. It's just incredible wow. the way the where I mean, so many cool things. This year, SEMA was nothing but Supras and uh, Jeep uh, <laughs> Gladiators. <laughs> gladiators but other than and that, Supras, um, yeah. yeah. It was you guys both there? No, I, we're, we're going to go next year, but it was just um, this year. It was he was gone and things happened. But okay. if you get a chance to go to SEMA, is SEMA it cool? is incredible. Oh yeah, it's insane. You like ha- it's mean, days of walking. Yeah. It's yeah. just everything under this. Every anything, cars. That's mo- anything at all from cleaning year. to wheels. Any any kind of mod you get to go to sun. Yeah. So. Some really funny stuff as well. Yeah. I bet. Yeah. Shay, again, thank you for coming in. Dan, thank you for coming back. 
<laughs> I made Nicholas, it. Nicholas, thank you for being present. <laughs> you guys are so awesome. That's, that's why they call it the present, because that's what it is, the present. <sighs> so, yeah. <laughs> for Rain City Supercars, I'm Nick. I'm Dan. Don't just get there. Enjoy the drive.